0: Awareness sucks until it doesn't. I should know. I have been a practicing licensed clinical social worker in New York for more than 30 years. We have been given enough awareness on how to expand to satisfy the two universal desires, being happy and being loved. Now what? Now it is time to live it. This podcast focuses on transcending awareness into practice through dialogue with curious guests hello this is yolanda kumidu welcome to my podcast Today's theme is awareness about attachment and detachment. We touch on questions like what are what is attachment? What is detachment? How are the benefits of attachment? What are the benefits of detachment? And how do you detach from attachments? <laughs> You're bringing to me <laughs> some quite challenging theme. This theme is quite challenging for me. Awareness about attachment and detachment. I'm ready for your questions. Okay. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Sure. Um how come you chose this?
1: It's a journey from my life. My entire life um, when I reflect I think about um, being attached so many things and or uh, and it, it's brought challenges to my life and I'm trying to understand the difference between what is healthy attachment and Maybe less healthy attachment or or attachment that doesn't create workability in my life. So,
0: so I would like to begin with what attachment means. You see, um, when we attach ourselves, the way that you just explained the role that it plays in your life, when we attach, we attach to objects and we attach to people. And why do we have this need to attach? How does it help us? How does it help you when you attach to an object, let's say? What, what do you get out of that?
1: Well, sometimes it brings me joy I mean let's say a beautiful flower you know it just is the beauty of it or art or something that or an object you know from my childhood so there's So there memories. are two
0: different things. Yes. Ah you brought two different things attachment from a flower or art which means to me you're looking at the flower this moment you're looking at the piece of art this moment And you get attached to it at that moment. You connect with it. Mm? So the connection, you see, attachment and connection are two different things. So I look at this beautiful flower and I connect with it. When I get attached to it, I start depending on it. Just two different things,
1: depending on the need if to it's have it there, present. Yes, exactly. Okay.
0: I I I have to have it present to feel good. Yeah. If it's not there, I will not feel good. So the attachment carries a dip, a, a dependency, an expectation, and dependency on the outer object, that it will that the presence. Of the object will dictate my mood hmm. if I get if I see the flower and I connect with the beauty for that moment that is such a deep joy talked about joy right it's 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 a connection say joy is connecting with beauty that's connection and then you leave the flower the flower dies it's finished mm-hmm. When I get attached to the flower, that means I expect, I want that to feel a certain way. There's a dependency. There's a clinging. There's an entanglement that happens in attachment.
1: So let's look at an object that's not the, the connection for the moment. But an object, let's say it's a piece of, it's a, let's say it's a piece of art or sculpture that you chose at some point in time in your life, or that it was, let's say, your family of origin, and, or a piece of jewelry. And so there's meaning attached to it.
0: Your meaning. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your memory. Yes. It, It was... That piece of jewelry, if it was yours, if it was given by a loved one, or a loved one uh, it was theirs and they gave it to you, hmm? it's the memory of that moment's connection. When you back then, when you you had that jewelry between you and the other person, and in that moment, back then, you felt the connection. And it was so precious. And that connection, it's almost get attached to the piece of jewelry. Yes. And now needing to keep that piece of jewelry, it's it, it, in a way is staying, wanting to hold on to the memory of the connection. that you had back then which is not good or not bad so there's no judgment here is what is the consequence so if i have a lot of these objects from the past that i hold on to do you see how it creates holding them being surrounded by them and staying in connection with the past that's it That's it. And if it gives you joy, lovely. But what about if you don't have them? What happens if you lose them? What happens if you give them away? What happens emotionally?
1: I give them away before I'm ready to let go of them, then there's a little bit of a wrenching.
0: What does that mean? What does it mean ready to let go?
1: <laughs> well, actually that's why this topic is so important. Yeah. Is um, like what you need to let go of, what's healthy to let go of, what's healthy to hold on to. So
0: let's stay away from the word healthy.
1: Okay. Well, because well,
0: it's so indi- why am I saying that? Because it's so individual. What is healthy for one person is not healthy for another person. So it's not about wh- what is healthy. Is if 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 you want to let go of things, and you can't because you you want to hold on to the memory of the connection, the the delicious connection you had in the beginning. Hmm? it means that if you let that go it's a void mm-hmm. it's nothing to supplement it not, you're not ready to connect to something else that would supplement the depth of satisfaction of joy of of pleasure you see so the the more you hold on to objects especially it's a sign that nothing was found yet to supplement if you let go of that and let go by the way does not mean giving it the actual object away it means detachment from the craving to hold on to the object so the object doesn't need to leave your house Because an object can leave your house and you're still more attached to it than when it was next to your bed, let's say. You see? So behind the detachment is letting go of the
1: craving for it. So that leads me to the question, which is, how do you let go of the craving? How do you let go of the investment you have in that object? Or whatever it means to you, how do you, how do you, if you're not at that moment, and you'd like to be, how, how do you let go?
0: Excellent question. I don't know if I have the answer, but I, I'll, I'll take a, <laughs> I, I'll try, <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think there is an answer. I, I don't think there is an answer, but I. Uh, what comes for me when you when I hear you ask that question, is is you see we live in two worlds, material world and the world of the spirit, the life of the materials and the life of the spirit. If your connections are material connections, you become a slave. To the objects, and it's because you didn't, and I don't mean you, one has not yet maybe discovered or became connected to the spirit because the spirit in us has unfathomable depth. The more you dive in, the further it goes, you see? And attachment to, let's call them the the spirit laws, or the, the, the natural laws and order, because the spirit has in itself a natural law and order that does not change ever when the attachment moves in that direction the attachment to the external whatever is external automatically starts to loosen up by itself because the depth of the spirit offers such deep bliss (laughs) Such a satisfaction that is beyond comprehension, really, is an experience. And because of the laws of of the spirit, that do not change, they are more towards the truth. The attachment to materials. Materials change; they they break, they get lost. They, you see. Um, and we are just talking about attachment to materials. We didn't even get to attachment to people yet. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So attachment to materials, it it, you, you get attached to something that it it doesn't allow you to think clearly. It, you miss the, the intrinsic value. What is the intrinsic value of an object? None. It h- might have mon- monetary value. It might have um, the memory you talked about, emotional, but all that again, it does change with time. I mean some things we object old objects we had, all of a sudden one day, Okay, I'm ready to let go. What went into that? Your timing. The timing was right for you, for Barbara, let's say, to let go of that ring, to let go of that pocketbook, to let go of that whatever the object was, a chair, whatever the object was. But why did it happen, let's say, last week and not a year ago? I don't know. You don't know. It doesn't even matter. So there is also the element of timing, individual timing, when one, when an attachment, you detach from an attachment.
1: Hmm. Well, what happens if I would like just the concept that, uh, let's uh, say, objects, I would like to detach, I would like to have less, I have a great deal. I don't, I don't need or want as much as I've collected. (laughs) So, and, um, but let's say just talking about an object, maybe it's the beauty or whatever it's connected to that I would like conceptually for a goal to live with more simplicity and more ease and, you know, things that or more space or more... So you're saying or, that
0: a part of you wants to let go and another part doesn't let go.
1: Exactly. Has a grip. Yes. A grip
0: on it. and And Barbara is exactly that. Because we have many different parts in our personality, often we do find ourselves in these challenges. A part of us, a real actual self in us, holds on because of the reasons we just talked about. And another part, you see, an expansion has to happen. A spiritual expansion has to happen to start realizing that attachment to objects, it's not important, no matter what the reason is. Expansion towards sensing the spirit. When that expansion happens and each person has their own, again, individual timing, this battle between the part of you that grips and the part, just the fact that you're saying another part of me now is I want to let go. (laughs) I want, that's, that's a new, a birth in another new part in your personality that it's, it's, Awakening and says, I, don't, I want more simplicity. I want less. That's new, you see. That's an expansion. And it takes, it's a process. So first, it takes noticing the attachment. Because when we are attached to things, often we don't even realize that we are attached to them. So first, it's about noticing. And then is starting to respond to that attachment differently. Meaning, thinking the possibility of letting go. How is that? That's a new thought. We never had that thought before. So letting that thought in, once that part of us is born that says, I don't want this anymore. You see, you cannot force detachment. Because then... You will get attached to other things. The point here is how you detach in general from objects. Mm. So it's not about detaching from the chair, letting go of the chair that I liked, but I want, or oh, definitely this uh, coat I have to get. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's about the experience of detachment because detachment means you're starting to think more clearly. You, the external objects, do not determine your mood, your emotion. You're starting to detach from them and stay in your body. Instead of them dictating how you feel today.
1: There is something with, let's say the about objects. I know we didn't get to people yet, but about there's a comfort too. So but that's
0: what I was saying before. Until that comfort comes from attachment to your own intuition, trust in your own self. and finding ways to feel the comfort, to feel the bliss and the joy from more permanent situations that the spirit carries.
1: See, I appreciate what you're talking about, the spirit. I think if you could define it more would be helpful. I, I think I can relate to simplicity, ease, space. Is that what you're considering the spirit? I so, mean, so, so that would be helpful.
0: So how about if I kind of mention what I see as some natural laws Mm. and order? Helpful. Yes. So guarding the mind against getting attached to anything that has to do with lust, greed, anger, hatred, power, fame, fault finding so every time you get attached to anything that has to do with that there's a sooner or later
1: sooner or later a negative consequence will follow so i can see what you're saying related to people and the greed probably is they might relate to the objects
0: yeah and every day doing what you have to do without getting attached to the to the object or, or the activity or the result of what you do so let's say I'm doing the we're doing this podcast right now we're doing this this you know if I'm attached to oh would my audience like it uh, then I leave my body and I get attached to what do I have to do to please the other? And I cut off my uniqueness, my own intuition, my own spontaneity. Because the attention now is and the connection is not between me and my intuition and where I'm at. It's me and what will please others. I left my body. Hmm. So this is detachment from others allows you to be more clear in your own being, in, your, in who you are. So self-esteem has to do a lot with the need of attachment. Because if you feel completely comfortable and trust your own perception, your own intuition, your own spontaneity, then you don't have to be attached to, to, to anything really. So it is directly related to that. Time to have um whatever you want to call it, prayer, meditation, stillness, quiet time, alone time is crucial because it inspires. You see, non detachment allows inspiration. When I attach to you, I want, I'm checking, does she like what I'm saying? What does she want me to say? So I block my own inspiration, my unique, because every individual carries their own unique inspiration, their own creativity. You don't need to be a painter or a poet or to be creative. All human beings. That's an inherent gift. So um does do I make sense? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: So now attachment and non non non-attachment and detachment are two different things. Okay. Non-attachment, that means you were attached to something. And, and now you, you're trying to... So, non-attachment is when you were not attached to something. Mm. Non-attachment. Detachment is when you were attached and decide to detach.
1: That's very clear. So, I've been... Using the word non attachment to be on the journey to not, to detach from a variety of things.
0: But not attachment is, that means you were not attached to begin with. Yeah. Detachment, it means you were detached and now you're trying to, you were attached and now you're trying to detach. Yes. Now, going back to the natural law that I was saying. So if you kind of why vi- th- these are not these are not um, um, these are not mud made. These came down from eons and they are contained in every single religion. The mysticism of all religions. And if you violate this. You have consequences. So, when you ask about the spirit, mm-hmm. these are some laws of the spirit. So, guarding thoughts, words, and actions that are false, unjust, unclean, or inspired by selfishness, if you violate any of these, they're is consequ- It's not a punishment is just a natural consequence. It's a good idea to avoid lies, hypocrisy, broken promises, backbiting, wishes that harm happens to others, or actions which bring harm to others. Inviting beauty, love, truth, honesty and detachment
1: has consequences said that one more time please so inviting beauty love truth
0: honesty and detachment has consequences it's just they're more pleasant they're not painful Because whenever we say the word consequence, you think something negative is going to be on the other side.
1: I did think that. Yes. I'm thinking, what?
0: What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, this, so when you are connected to materials, they come and go. When you're connected with the spirit, and what I went through is some of the laws of the spirit... These don't change. Hmm. So if you have to have attachment, you might as well have attachment to something that is closest to the truth, that is permanent, than something that it changes from person to person, from time to time, from day to day. So going back to what you're saying, um, how to let go, you asked before. So first you begin, know that it's a slow process. And the first thing is to notice the attachment. How do you notice the attachment? It, attachment to objects or people. Let's talk a little bit about uh, attachment to people. So attachment to people, means that I'm attached to the other person and that involves possessiveness and that involves living through them, which again ends with what I said before. I'm leaving my body. I'm leaving myself. I abandon my own self and I go through and, and I want to do what they do and, and respond to they, what they like. I left myself. What a precious place to live, to, 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 to abandon. Because each individual carries... You know, I, I see people as rainbows. We, are all, we all contain a rainbow. And one color in that rainbow shines brighter in each person. And even the shade, if, if violet is your shining and violet is mine but the shade is a bit different but we contain all the colors so when we abandon ourselves and we get attached to someone we live through them and if they are not in a good mood what happens to us <laughs> you see so how do you know that you have attachments very simple pain and suffering follows every time <laughs> D- do you do you see that i definitely see that yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and there's a is there a connection to expectations with this
0: expectations is something a bit different okay um it's a very direct it is a direct connection because if i'm attached to you I expect you to give me something. That's why I stay attached to you. And what is something? So I can feel safe. I can feel valuable. I can feel protected. But all this is an illusion. If I depend on you, because you might change your mind. <laughs> you might say, I, "I, I don't, I don't want that." And then where I'm left. So when I'm attached to something, I'm expecting. To get what is serving me, so if you want to connect attachment and expectation, that's how I see it connecting. In that particular, when we talk about attachment and expectation,
1: so the kernel of attachment is is the external connection. Is that is what external, whether an object or a person, and it it's it's knowing that external that it's external if you can check in and notice that that's potentially a good place to start
0: right there right on right on and then when you depend on external people and objects you're a slave to them they dominate they dictate their presence their absence their reaction <laughs> you see mm-hmm. and that's the danger and you n- can never think clearly because always the attachment it goes out it goes the the, the the attention and the energy goes out to them so you don't stay to become clear of your own individual thoughts and perceptions So sometimes, um, and and, and how do you let go? So first is what you already said, a a, a part, so how do you transcend the awareness of attachment, detachment now to practice?
1: Yes. Right? And, And how to neutralize the charge when there's a sense of attachment. First you notice
0: it, because the charge can be there and you don't notice it. And then you label it. Ah, this is my attachment. And right there and then, you create a detachment. By just noticing and stating it to yourself, you're creating two entities. And then you start having a choice. If you have two entities to continue in that way or not. Now I know this is an attachment. And I know what the consequences of an attachment mean because we just finished talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> then you have a choice to use restrain and not respond your usual way. And the more you use the restraint, not to respond the usual way, you create a memory of a new way of behaving, of responding. You see? Do you, do you see what I do I'm saying? See. Yeah, and then it's like
1: frustration tolerance or impulse control you you you're you're um exercising the muscle more.
0: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and so one choice is restraint. Another choice is to go the exact opposite way, to respond in the exact opposite way. Of course it will feel completely awkward, completely like that's not me. But it, it exercises that muscle even harder. So, oh, the ring. Oh, yeah, I have to have the, this ring uh, that my grandmother gave me to this event. I have to have it. Either you use restraint and say, uh, hold on, this is an attachment. Going the opposite way, He's not wearing it N- going against that charge the going against and doing the opposite with awareness but actually acting in the opposite way strengthens that muscle of new behavior of detachment yes so you see the recognition the 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 active recognition of where you are and staying it to yourself starts creating detachment from people and objects. Going the opposite way, doing the opposite, using restraint, using and then supplementing. Sublimating. Sublimating. Sublimating means you do something else in that place. So if that gave me joy going into search what else right now that that holds more truth and doesn't change can i find to to have joy instead of the object
1: like going outside and seeing a butterfly or something for that moment that just brought that joy
0: we go back to what you know we said before beauty Love, truth, honesty, and detachment. Did that make sense
1: of anything I said? Very much. No, no, I have greater clarity. Great. Yeah, Yeah, greater clarity and tools as well. Fantastic. So thank you very much. Thank you, Barbara.
0: You're invited to experiment with the suggestions offered today in transcending your awareness about attachment and detachment. You're also invited to be our curious guest. Please email your comments, questions, and suggestions for more themes to Podcast at gmail.com. That's all for today. Until next time, Yahara!